Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare, a podcast for the Shakespeareanly challenged. And anyone who really enjoys some saucy dick jokes. Teachers, we might insult you a little bit, sorry. Okay, everybody, enjoy! So, hi! Hi! hi. We're, We're together again! In the booth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a bunch of weirdos. We're so happy, though. Yeah, that's Erin, and I'm Diana. Yeah, right, I'm (laughs) Erin. Right, that's who I am. Yeah. Okay, so here we are, Othello. Yeah, we're into it now. We're at the end of Act 1. Exciting, and we finally get to meet Desdemona. Thank goodness. Well, we get the sweet and lovely, not so sweet and pure, however. (laughs) Well, so right. So people think, we talked about this last time, people think they perceive her as sweet and pure, but you know... Once you get a taste, yeah. What's that saying? It's like potato chips. You can't have just one. You can't have just one. <laughs> Some people do have just one, and then they wake up and they're eighty-five, and they're like, "Wow, I never got to have more than one." That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing, right? Diana had a discovery today about Ooh. about the language in this scene. Yeah. Yeah. It starts to get pretty racy, guys. Yeah. So this is a great F Shakespeare. Yes. Right. We're scene. really excited. Right. There's so much sex talk in this scene. Oh, it's great. So, so. And, uh, and Desdemona is the one who initiates it. Right. Which is very cool. Right. So anybody who said Shakespeare didn't like women was full of shit. Yeah. Shit, Fuck shit, off. shit. Right. <laughs> Fuck off. And also, if you're doing this in school, you may not want to say to your teacher how racy the scene is, but you might want to say to your friends and fellow yeah. students. Hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> do you know what they're talking about in this scene? Yeah, and Desdemona really wants to do the nasty. Yes. She's excited about that. Yes. And then we hear, we get to hear the whole story of how Othello and Desdemona fell in love. Yes. Which is sweet. You know, he came and told stories at her house. Mm-hmm. So he wooed her with her words, you know, right? Yes. But where do the words land, Aaron? In in a, in an ear. In an ear. In an ear. And ear... Is also Elizabethan slang for vagina. So we just want to bear that in mind. Whenever you hear the word ear. Dude, and we're going to start hearing a lot. And also, the word ear is going to set up the whole way that the bad shit is going to start happening too. Right, because people are listening to gossip. People are listening to people sharing bad, bad faith uh, statements. Yeah. Right? And giving shitty advice. And giving shitty advice. And giving so-called evidence only with words. Exactly. Which is great because also in this scene, the Duke says to Brabantio, listen, your words aren't enough to condemn Othello. Right. Which is great. Yes. Because later in the play, words that, are enough, enough to <laughs> condemn Desdemona, which right. sucks. Right. Right? This is why it's called hearsay. Oh, yeah. Right? That's a great word, too. Yeah. It is. Definitely. So look for the words ear. And, and listen. And listen. Yeah. Look and listen. <laughs> Stop. Look and listen. Oh, my goodness. We what is this kindergarten? No. Tigers. No, it oh. was my cheerleading. Stop. Oh. Look and listen. We are the my tigers. Stop. Look and listen. We are the my tigers. Stop. 
Oh I don't know. There's not room enough in this booth for you to cheerlead. <laughs> and we have a couple examples of parentheses. Yeah, so let's talk scene. about that because that's a new development. Yeah, in Shakespeare's later plays, he had never used parentheses like up until like the 1600s, 1600, you know? Yeah. And parentheses, it seems to me, in my general study of Shakespeare, that parentheses indicate some kind of subtext. Because there isn't that right. in Shakespeare. So parentheses is like the character speaking to themselves going things like, yeah, duh, you know, <laughs> you know? Um, hello, <laughs> uh, you know, but still everyone can hear them. So watch for those. Those are interesting. Oh, um, that's a paper idea, too. Yeah, like... Where do you find examples of parentheses? Yeah. It'd be a short paper, but yeah. But, so, all right. So maybe not a paper. Maybe or just like an essay. New uses. I mean, um, original uses of... Um, punctuation. Punctuation. Yeah. Yeah. That's more a paper paper. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we meet the character of the Duke, who yes. we only meet here. This the is Duke. It. We the hear Duke. about him. Duke. Yes. Uh, he's the top dog. <laughs> on the Venetian scale, <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, he's the ruling the ruling governor of yes. the whole place. Right. Very, very powerful. The Dukes of Venice were extremely powerful. They're like kings. Isn't it interesting, though, that um, in a previous scene, uh, Brabantio is compared to the Duke? Oh, yeah. He, he's His voice is as double as the Dukes, like yeah. more powerful than the Dukes. Yeah. So it's interesting to see, actually, how he's greeted when he comes into the... The council chamber. Yeah. Notice that because it's not like he's double. The Duke is like, oh, yeah, hi. <laughs> oh, I didn't oh, notice you. you. Oh, I didn't notice you. You're there. Hello. He's pretty pissed at him, actually, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. for not showing up on time. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, but he, being the governing, you know, top guy, how does he sit on the racism scale, which right. is interesting to right. me? And let's let's we'll we'll go through that, sift through that as we work with him, because I think um, my sense is that he's not. He really reveres Othello for who he is. Also, I think. No, I agree we'll with see. you because I mean, look, that's why he sent so many people from his own court to go and find Othello because he is a, a revered general. Yeah, and essential to his it's government. Exactly. Being as how, you know, Venice governs by sea. Um, and he does this whole weird lesson to Brabantio after everybody decides, okay, you know, the way that Othello and Desdemona got together is kosher, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, so Brabantio, I got to tell you this thing. Yeah, right. And it's weird. It's in rhyming couplets. It's very weird. It's like a little nursery rhyme lesson for oh, you. He's, so he's talking down to he's Brabantio. Totally, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. mocking him. It's bad. And then and then Brabantio picks up the rhyme and mocks him back. Yeah. So like, whoa, bad. we're slinging dicks here. That's not okay. <laughs> so it's a really interesting scene. And we don't hear from Iago at all until everyone leaves the room. This is what I love about Iago. Yeah. This is what we talked about last time. Every time he's talking to me, I'm like, hanging on his every word. Yeah. You're yeah. like, dude, we didn't hear from you at all during this whole thing. He listens a lot. Yeah. So we got to see, I mean, with him, we were watching this. Yes. Right? He's our eyes. He's our onstage audience, right? Yeah. Yep. 
And then we get to hear about it after as he talks to Rodrigo. And right. It's interesting. Yeah. All right. So act one, scene three. A council chamber. Duke of Venice. I'm going to be the Duke. Also, we're going to cut through a little bit of this first bit because it's like, okay, all right, all right. They're talking about how many ships that came in, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) We're deciding for you what's interesting and what's not. What's important. (laughs) Yeah. Feel free to read about the ships if you so choose. Yeah. If you really want to compare... This guy said 140. This guy said 120. Who the fuck cares? It's like Bring the big gaps. other people. Yeah. <laughs> right. When you read the yeah. Bible, big gap, big gap, big gap, big gap. Okay. So the Duke. The Duke. The Duke of Venice. There is no composition in these news that gives them credit. Good composition is consistency, uh-huh. right? That gives them credit. That makes them credible. credible. Right. Mm-hmm. So all those letters that are coming in, I don't know what to believe and what not to believe because they're inconsistent one to another. Right. right? And the first senator agrees. Indeed, they're disproportioned. My letters say 107 galleries. Galleries. Galleys. <laughs> <laughs> My letters say 107 galleys. Duke of Venice. And, and mine 140. Right. So they're going to go on for a bit like that um, with some of the letters saying that the ships are headed for oh, roads. And so, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, some of the letters saying the ships are headed for roads. Some of them saying they're headed for Cyprus. So it's like who to believe. But then we hear about Montano from Cyprus who says, they're headed for Cyprus. Please help me. Yeah. Um, and you'll hear that they call him your most trusted advisor there. So we're going to meet him later on Cyprus. So they decide that, okay, the letters from Montano are the ones to be believed. Yeah. And then the senator goes, oh, look, here comes Brabantio and the valiant Moor. And the duke says... Even there, notice, Brabantio and the valiant Moor. Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, Duke of Venice. Valiant Othello. So repeated. Repeated. Right. Like this is what we think of him here in this room. Yeah. Valiant Othello. We must straight employ you against the general enemy Ottoman, the Turks. Yeah. (laughs) Those Turks. The general, the whole bunch of Turks. (laughs) Yeah, right. All of them. Yeah. Um, I did not see you. Welcome, gentle senor. That was to Brabantio. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're here too? Uh, We lacked your counsel and your help tonight. Yeah. A little scolding. A little scolding. You failed me, man. You didn't show up when I sent for you. Yeah, I sent for you specifically because we have an issue. And your job is to show up. And and lend your voice. Counsel, right. Brabantio. Yeah. So did I yours. Good, your grace, pardon me. Neither my place nor aught I heard of business hath raised me from my bed, nor doth the general care take hold on me, for my particular grief is of so floodgate and o'erbearing nature that it ingluts and swallows other sorrows, and it is still itself. Wow, and it Ooh. is still itself. That's yeah. a hard line. Yeah. In gluts, great word, gobbles up, yeah. nom, 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 Put it, puts it in like gluttony, the, the yeah. same, you know, right? So he says, it wasn't, it wasn't any business that brought me out of bed. It's my particular, meaning my, my, my own, own, right? Mm-hmm. My, my uh, individual. Grief. My grief and floodgates, it, like the, the gates have opened and the water's pouring through and I can't listen to anything else because it's just taking it all, everything else away. And the Duke says, why? What's the matter? My daughter. Oh, my daughter. Dead? I to me. That's a triple shared line, right? Yeah, yeah. My daughter, oh, my daughter, dead, I to me. 
right? She is abused, stolen from me, and corrupted by spells and medicines bought of mountebanks, for nature so preposterously to err, being not deficient, blind, or lame of sense, sans witchcraft could not. Oh, boy. Ooh. Okay, 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 okay. Buzzword there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Witchcraft King James. We yeah. know that. But, like, so so the being not def- if you're not reading along with us, being yeah. not deficient, blind, or lame of sense is in parentheses. Parentheses. So that's him. Like, so for a nature, her nature, Desdemona's nature, so absurdly to, you know, sway from its own course, air, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Unless it was deficient, like unless she was lame of mind, right? Mm-hmm. Blind or lame of sense, like like some of her senses had failed her. Yeah. She couldn't have swayed in that way without being under the influence of witchcraft, witchcraft. in some way. Right? right. Talk about mountebanks because we haven't talked about mountebanks. Mountebanks are, you know, like shysters who mm-hmm. sell things in the square that will make your boobs grow bigger and stuff. <laughs> You know, <laughs> dick enhancement. Yes, penile <laughs> enlargement medicine is sold by mountebanks, guys. <laughs> Just so you know, not possible. Okay, and the duke says, "Whoe'er he be that in this foul proceeding hath thus beguiled your daughter of herself." And you of her, the bloody book of law, you shall yourself read in the bitter letter after your own sense. Yea, though our proper son stood in your action. All right. So whoever has beguiled, charmed, charmed, charmed your child uh, out of her own self, out of her own brain, Um, the bloody book of law. That means like you can punish him to death. Right. Yeah. You shall yourself read in bitter letter the harshest interpretation. This is amazing. After your own sense, as you interpret it. Yes. So you can bend the law to punish this person in the worst possible way, even if it was my own son. Right. Whoa. So Brabantio's like, yes. Humbly, I thank your grace. So thank you, thank you. Humbly, he probably throws himself on his knees, kisses the Duke's hand. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, thank you. That's what I wanted to hear. And then he stands up and he points the guy out. Here is the man, this Moor, whom now, it seems, with your special mandate for the state affairs, hath hither brought. So it's almost like a challenge. He's like, okay, you You said said I could do that. (laughs) Here's your guy. Yeah. And the Duke and the senator are like, shit. We are, we are very, very sorry, sorry for it. it. And the Duke says to Othello, What in your own part can you say to this? Nothing, but this is so. It's Brabantio. Yeah, and Othello, most potent, grave, and reverend signors, my very noble and approved good masters, that I have ta'en away this old man's daughter, it is most true. True, I have married her. The very head and front of my offending hath this extent no more. Rude am I in my speech. Okay, I have to stop there because, right, he's not rude in his speech. Look at how beautiful his words are. Yeah. And also he has the word true repeated. He's like, I am speaking truth. Yep. The way that I know it. And he he sets it up by respect to them. The word, he uses the word masters, which is a very bad buzzword for a black man standing there talking. Right. Right. And the very head and front of my offending, is that his face? His head, his his face and his forehead. Yeah. I'm I'm presenting myself as a truth speaking person. 
person right here and everything that I'm going to tell you about my crime is right here up in front. Right. Right. Uh, so rude am I in my speech and little blessed with the soft phrase of peace. For since these arms of mine had seven years pith till now, some nine moons wasted, they have used their dearest action in the tented field. And little of this great world can I speak, more than pertains to feats of broil and battle. And therefore little shall I grace my cause in speaking for myself. Yet by your gracious patience, ooh, gracious patience. Yeah, those repeated A's, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So seven years pith. Seven, the strength of a seven-year-old. Mm -hmm. So he's been fighting since he was seven. Since he was seven. Yeah. Till now, some nine months wasted. Till about nine months ago, mm -hmm. there's been about nine months without fighting. war. Right. And during that time, he's what made love yeah. instead of war. He yeah. had time. Right. Yeah. So they've used their dearest action. They've used all of their strength, my arms, in the tented field. Like he has lived in a tent all that time. Yeah. And fought for you. So he's reminding them. I, can't I have even... done so much for you. But also I can't even, I haven't even seen the world. All I've seen is that. Is broil and battle. Yeah. And so I don't speak the way you all speak. Right. With political innuendo and all of that stuff. So he's also saying, I don't know how to do your double talk. Yeah. Right? Yep. I, pr I promise you that I am, um, I will, he's going to say, a round unvarnished tale, a plain, yes. unpolished, unrehearsed. I have not, you know, this is not something that I thought about saying ahead of time. Right. This but is just the way it is. How interesting, right? So so when he starts saying and speaking for myself, yet by your gracious patience, I will a round unvarnished tale deliver. This is not plain speech. This is no. heightened, beautiful speech. Language. And it's yeah. his it's his nature. Yeah. Right? Because he's like, I'm just going to talk as I am. Right. But I this is his nature. I've been trained to do this. I love that. But this is this comes from my soul, right? Yep. Uh, okay. Yet by your gracious patience, I will around unvarnished tale deliver of my whole course of love. What drugs, what charms, what conjuration, and what mighty magic for such proceeding I am charged with all. I won his daughter. A maiden never bold. So Brabantio like cuts him off. But this is interesting. He's going to describe his daughter. It's clear he doesn't, doesn't know, know her. her. Right. And we have, for such proceeding, I'm charged, you know, like, <laughs> because this is what you're laying in at my doorstep here. Right, right, right? right. Parenthetical, because he can't quite believe it. You know, witchcraft, what? And then Brabantio. A maiden never bold, of spirit so still and quiet, that her motion blushed at herself. So she even, like... <laughs> Blushed at her own thoughts. So this is interesting because we're going to hear her described before we meet her, yeah, right? Yeah. And then we can make up our own minds. Right. After we meet her. Yeah. And she, in spite of nature, of years, of country, credit, everything, to fall in love with what she feared to look on. Oh. It is a judgment maimed and most imperfect that will confess perfection so could err against all rules of nature and must be driven to find out practices of cunning hell why this should be. <laughs> yeah. Cunning. Cunning is 
cunt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got that. And hell is right. vagina, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. So this fucking cunning vagina of hers led her astray. Right. That is that is the the be all and end all of it, right? Yeah. But so he says it is a judgment maimed. He's setting that up to tell them that if you decide that she did this of her own will, you all suck as judges. Right. Ah, yeah. Right. Your judgment is maimed. It is maimed. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that won't decide in my favor. Right. Anybody who won't decide in my favor. So I therefore vouch again that with some mixtures powerful or the blood or with some dram conjured to this effect, he wrought upon her. So he, he must have given her. He must have slipped her a Mickey. Yeah. Something. <laughs> some a wee kind. dram. Yeah. Right. Duke of Venice. To vouch this is no proof. I love that. Yeah. So he cuts him off. He's like, you can't just say that and it be true. Right. <laughs> Without more wider and more overt test than these thin habits and poor likelihoods of modern seeming do prefer against him. Yeah. Thin habits, meager dressing. Mm-hmm. You're dressing this up in some little words that don't mean anything. Right. right? And, and and I like poor likelihoods. It's yeah. not likely he would do not that. Not likely. Right? Not likely. He's a very powerful general. What does he need to, like, slip a Mickey to some girl for? Right. Like, he could have any girl he wants. You know, modern seeming is common supposition, right? Mm-hmm. So these, these things that are, like, people all believe about people, but they're not necessarily true. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then the senator, but Othello, speak, did you by indirect and forced courses subdue and poison this young maid's affections, or came it by request and such fair question as soul to soul affordeth? I do beseech you. That's Othello. Yeah. Um, but I also want to go back before yeah. we go on. Forced courses. Yeah, great repetition. Yeah, Yeah. forced courses. Yeah, like did you rape her? Yeah. Right? Yep. And also, remember, courses is often used to talk about menstruation too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we are going to have a lot of words that pertain to women's bits and whores and stuff, you know. We're coming up to that. pay (laughs) attention, yo. Send for the lady to the Sagittary and let her speak of me before her father. If you do find me foul in her report, the trust, the office I do hold of you, not only take away... But let your sentence even fall upon my life. So he's saying, go get her and let her tell you the story. And if you find out that I have done something wrong, you can kill me. You can kill me. Can Not kill. only take away my job, kill me. Yeah. Right? Yep. He's got a lot of Fs in there. He's yeah. like, I am fucking sick of this fucking argument, right? Yeah. Find her father, find me foul, right? Yeah. Office. Yeah. You got that. Um, and the Duke says... Fetch Desdemona hither. Yeah. He's like, okay, let's have an end to this. And Othello, ancient, conduct them. You best know the place. And till she comes, as truly as to heaven, I do confess the vices of my blood. So justly to your grave ears I'll present how I did thrive in this fair lady's love and she in mine. Yeah, and that's an amazing Christian reference, right? Because he talks about confession. Yeah. So as to heaven, as much I as I will confess to you just the way that I confess to God yeah. the vices of my blood, my human failings, right? Yep. And ears. There we go. Ears. Ears. To your grave ears. ears. And the Duke of Venice says, say it, Othello. So here we go. And Othello. Her father 
loved me, oft invited me, still questioned me the story of my life from year to year, the battles, sieges, fortunes that I have passed. I ran it through Eam from my boyish days to the very moment that he bade me tell it, wherein I speak of most disastrous chances, of moving accidents by flood and field, of hair-breadth scapes in the imminent deadly breach, of being taken by the insolent foe and sold to slavery, of my redemption thence and portents in my travel's history." Yeah, let's let's do that much. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So we have first of all we have this great half a line that I have passed, mm -hmm. right? It's almost like he's gathering his breath, his thoughts to continue, right? Yep. So first he says her father loved me. Right? I was always at their house. Oh. And he and he would he would ask me to tell the story of my life from being a child all, all the, the way, way through current day. Yeah. Including this moment. Including how I, I was captured and sold into slavery and how yeah. I was then I got out of that and yeah and I love these moving accidents those are scary events you know by by natural causes and by by um, uh, actions of humans right battles right of hair breath like I, I just narrowly escaped by the breath of hair right mm -hmm. and the imminent deadly breach these the the death threatening and a breach is a break in a wall mm -hmm. right that that you have when you throw a bomb into a wall right um, so lots of battle speak here mm -hmm. and then sold to slavery and then my redemption then, and how I got away from that. Right? And redemption, again, a Christian term. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And portance, portance is my bearing, my carriage, how I moved through my history. Right. So we're going to hear about how he moved through his history and how he got away and all this stuff. And with some very weird and antique words, we'll go through it. Just entrees. Entrees. Oh, like as in French, entree? Yeah, entree, like mm -hmm. a cave. It, mm -hmm. it means cave. Okay. Wherein of entrees, vast and deserts idle, rough quarries, rocks and hills whose heads touch heaven. It was my hint to speak. Such was the process. Should we keep going? Yeah, so entrees are caves. Uh -huh. So he, he talks about going through caves and deserts and quarries and rocks. It was my hint, my occasion to speak. Uh -huh. Such was the process. That was the process of me telling them the story, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And in order to tell the story, I had to talk about all kinds yeah. of really interesting and weird things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of the cannibals that each other eat, the anthropophagi. Is that right? Anthropophagi. Anthropophagi, the anthropophagi, and men whose heads do grow beneath their shoulders. This to hear would Desdemona seriously incline. But still, the house affairs would draw her thence. Whichever as she could with haste dispatch, she'll come again and with a greedy ear, 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 yeah. devour up my discourse, which yeah. I observing... To, you want to stop? Sorry, that. so pay attention now. So we have the word ear. Yeah. It's almost like a buzzword entree into the rest of this talk. So we have greedy ear, right? Yeah, right. Oh, greedy she ear. wanted it. Yeah. She wanted it, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, he's telling these crazy stories of all these crazy weird people and creatures. And Desdemona is sitting there like... Leaning in right? like she cannot... She 
cannot not listen. And then she has to go away and do the, you know, chores. But then she woman comes chores. right back. Yeah, her, her house affairs, her woman chores, right? But we have the word incline. Mm-hmm. That's like lay back yeah. almost. But we, we know what he means. He means like leaning in, right? Yeah. But watch the sexy words, man. We have incline. We have greedy ear. Okay. Devour. Devour. <laughs> I'm eating it up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, devour up my discourse, which I observing took once a pliant hour and found good means to draw from her a prayer of earnest heart that I would all my pilgrimage dilate. What? Are you kidding me? Uh, dilate, dilate, right? Dilate and pliant, right? Yeah. That means soft Soften. and and yeah, and open. malleable, right? And open, yeah. dilate, open. And a prayer, you're on your knees, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> this is talk. This is sexual courtship, yes. right? Yeah. So words leading to heat of blood, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. He knew what he was doing with those words. Yeah. Whereof by parcels she had something heard, but not intentively. Yeah, so she had heard bits of it, and then she came back because she's like, oh, I had to leave for this job. Can you tell me the story again? Because I didn't hear the whole thing. Yeah. Right? But not intentively. I did consent, Mm -hmm. and often did beguile her of her tears when I did speak of some distressful stroke that my youth suffered, my story being done. She gave me, for my pains, a world of sighs. Are you kidding me? (laughs) What is that, a world of sighs? It's an orgasm, (laughs) right? Damn, my words made her come. So there. <laughs> she swore in faith, twas strange, twas passing strange, twas pitiful, twas wondrous pitiful. She wished she had not heard it, yet she wished that heaven had made her such a man. She thanked me and bade me if I had a friend that loved her, I should but teach him how to tell my story. And that would woo her. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So she wished heaven had made her a man like this. Yes. Yep. Where could I possibly find a man mm-hmm. like this? You know, if you know someone who's in love with me, just tell them to tell this story and I'll fall in love with them. Yep. Like, you couldn't hint more, more <laughs> you know, broadly than that, really. And upon this hint, I spake. Uh-huh. She loved me for the dangers I had passed, and I loved her that she did pity them. This only is the witchcraft I have used. Here comes the lady. Let her witness it. Yeah. That's great, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And the Duke is so... All of them have been, like, sitting on the edges of their seats listening to this tale. He's a great storyteller. And the Duke, you know, says exactly what they're all thinking. I think this tale would win my daughter, too. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Any daughter in this whole room. Right. Good, Brabantio. Take up this mangled matter at the best. Men do their broken weapons rather use than their bare hands. Yeah, so he's like, make the best of this mess. You know, you can can put this together a little bit better to serve you. Yeah. Right? Broken weapons, like, will serve, will still serve you rather than nothing in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And Brabantio is still not convinced, right? <laughs> I pray you hear her speak. If she confess that she was half the wooer, destruction on my head, if my bad blame light on the man. Come hither, gentle mistress. Do you perceive in all this noble company 
where most you owe obedience. Oof. And now Desdemona. My noble father, I do perceive here a divided duty. To you I am bound for life and education. My life and education both do learn me how to respect you. You are the lord of duty. I am hitherto your daughter, but here's my husband. And so much duty as my mother showed to you, preferring you before her father, so much I challenge that I may profess due to the moor my lord. God be with you. I have done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, yeah, you raised me, so I owe you the gratitude of a daughter. Yeah. But you raised me to marry and give my duty to yeah. my husband as my mother did to you, and yeah. I will do that. Yeah. I love this. I'm hither to your daughter up until this moment. Yeah. I've been your daughter, but now I am not that anymore. Right. Now I am both your daughter and a wife. Yes, and she yeah. uses the word duty, right? And yep. education and respect. She knows, you know, yeah. wh who she's talking to and in front of whom she's talking to. Mm -hmm. And so she transfers that so beautifully to Othello. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Brabantio's like, well, fuck then. <laughs> God damn it. Never mind. Um, please it, your grace. On to the state affairs. I had rather to adopt a child than get it. This is interesting. Um, not, only, not only, not only, not yeah. only. Uh, it, it's it, This happens a lot. In, in, yeah. Right? Lear. Lord Capulet, right? Capulet. Yeah. Leonardo. Yeah. All these fathers whose daughters revolt in some way end up wishing that they had been adopted because then they could say, that's not my fucking sperm that made this kid, <laughs> right? My sperm didn't go awry like this. My sperm would have done something better, right? right? This is why paternity is so important to yeah. them, yeah. so important, so they can point to the qualities that they think honor them. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Right? Yes. It's like, uh, you're my only child, and yet I wish I had an adopted kid, not you. And then he says, come hither more. And then he has seven beats of silence. It's like he's like swallowing back his gall. He can't stand it that he's not right. Yeah? But then he gives her, you know. So, okay. So he, you know, compensates for that in some way. I here do give thee that with all my heart, which but thou hast already with all my heart I would keep from thee. For your sake, Jewel, I am glad at soul I have no other child, for thy escape would teach me tyranny to hang clogs on them. I have done, my lord. Clogs? Yeah, those are hobbles, like what you oh. fetter an animal with. Oh. So it's a really a reference again to property, uh -huh. Because if you had other sisters, the way that you have behaved would teach me to hobble them, keep them inside, never trust them. Yeah. Right? So it's lucky I don't have any other kids right. for your sake because of what you've done. Yeah. And look at this. Which but thou, thou hast, hast already, already with, with all, all my, my heart. heart. It's so awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's maybe overcome with... Grief. He's grief struck. Right. Anger and grief. Both, yeah. right? Yeah. Heart. He says heart twice. Yeah. Like his heart's been torn it's out breaking. of his chest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if we need a little bit of evidence to be sympathetic to Brabantio, it's there. Yeah. It is there. Yeah. And so we have, you know, 
we have some understanding of how he could have arrived at this really ugliness, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Duke says, let me speak like yourself and lay a sentence, which as a grease or step may help these lovers into your favor. And then he has five beats of silence to set him up to say these weird rhyming couplets. So let me speak like yourself as you should have spoken if you were in your behaving, right mind right. <laughs> and behaving correctly yeah. so that you can set these lovers up for a good life together. Right. And then he's going to do these weird, notice the rhymes, very interesting. When remedies are past, the griefs are ended by seeing the worst which late on hopes depended. To mourn a mischief that is past and gone is the next way to draw new mischief on. What cannot be preserved when fortune takes patience her injury a mockery makes. The robbed that smiles steals something from the thief. He robs himself that spends a bootless grief. <laughs> Interesting. So he's like, there, there isn't a fix for this, so there's no point in grieving it. Right. Right? It is, it is done. It's done. So to mourn a mischief and injury that's past and gone is the way to bring more injury. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're just going to wallow in those, right? And you'll drive your daughter from you. Yeah. Yep. And patience or injury a mockery make patient endurance eases the pain, right? If you can endure it and be patient and calm about it, then you don't give that other person satisfaction of being, you know, of causing you pain, right? Yep. Same as the last couplet, the rob that smiles steals something from the thief. If you react with a smile, then the thief doesn't get as much satisfaction right. out of that thievery, right? But you are stealing from yourself if you waste time on this useless grief grief yeah and then brabantio picks up the rhyme because he's like oh yeah fuck you (laughs) so let the turk of cyprus us beguile we lose it not so long as we can smile yeah fuck you if you lost cyprus you wouldn't be like smiling and saying sure yeah take it yeah right (laughs) right yeah so to him losing desdemona is like losing cyprus right it's like losing something huge and important to him yeah He bears the sentence well that nothing bears, but the free comfort which from thence he hears. But he bears both the sentence and the sorrow that to pay grief must of poor patience borrow. So if I could find comfort, but now I have both the grief and your admonition, like, and your sentence on me, right? right. So that's like adding to my sorrow. It's a double. Right. Right. These sentences, to sugar or to gall, being strong on both sides, are equivocal. But words are words. I never yet did hear that the bruised heart was pierced through the ear. Ear, 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 ear. Pierced. Pierced. You know. Yeah. Like Like stuck, like, uh, you know, given a shot or a puncture or mm -hmm. a draining or something like that. Well, think about it. If ear is is vulva, pierced is... Pierced is is dick. 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 Yeah. And also he's making a point that, like... Heartbreak does, isn't cured by just words. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then he just ends. like He's like, rhyming couplet, rhyming couplet. And then, I humbly beseech you, proceed to the affairs of state. And the duke says, the Turk, with a most mighty preparation, makes for Cyprus. Yeah. So he's speaking in prose now. Yeah. Is he pissed off? Yes. He's kind of pissed off that his Senate room has gone to shit right now for yeah. this stupid problem. Right? Yeah. 
Othello, the fortitude of the place is best known to you, and though we have there a substitute of most allowed sufficiency, yet opinion, a sovereign mistress of effects, throws a more safer voice on you. You must therefore be content to slubber the gloss of your new fortunes with this more stubborn and boisterous expedition. So you gotta leave your marriage bed and go fight for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love the repeated sound, slubber and stubborn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Slubber means soil. You have to soil your new your new happiness. Yeah. New with fortunes being yeah. stubborn and boisterous, this the difficult and rough, you know, thing that you have to do now. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, great. Sovereign mistress of effect. So public opinion is in favor of you going, right? So I can't I can't say, oh, we'll send somebody else. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> no, not gonna well, work. Well he's the most he's the he's the he's the most prepared. He's the most yeah. right. And Othello says, the tyrant custom most grave senators hath made the flinty and steel couch of war my thrice-driven bed of down. I do agonize a natural and prompt alacrity I find in hardness, and do undertake these present wars against the Ottomites. Ottomites. Yeah, the Ottomites. <laughs> like the Sodomites. Sodomites. Oh, Ottomites. yeah. yeah. The tyrant custom, the habit that governs me, that this, I'm used to this, right? Yep. Um, and then he equates two different kinds of bed, the flinty and steel couch of war. Yes, so uncomfortable, hard, hard. Like, yeah, like slate, right? Yep. And steel. And then thrice driven bed of down. A thrice driven bed of down was one where they picked through all the feathers so that they only had the softest, most beautiful down feathers. Mm. So he's saying this is a bed that he welcomes, right? That he understands. Agnize is like recognize, acknowledge. Mm -hmm. So he knows I, alacrity is readiness. I know, I know. It's uh, urgent. I got to go. Yep. I get it. Um, I got to do it right now. Most humbly, therefore, bending to your state, I crave fit disposition from my wife, due reference of place and exhibition, with such accommodation and besort as levels with her breeding. So take yeah. care of her the way she should be taken care of. As the wife of the general of your army. So it's very specific. Reference of place. She gets an, a residence mm -hmm. that is assigned to the wife and the general. And exhibition is allowance of money. So she gets money to run her household. She gets a residence. This is what should come to her mm -hmm. as befitting my wife. Mm -hmm. Right? And the Duke, the Duke says, says, no, she can go back to her dad's. If you please, be it at her father's. I'll not have it so. Nor I. Nor I. This is great. So uh, the Duke and Brabantio share a line, and then Othello and Desdemona share a line. Othello only gets two two words of it. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, uh, no, no. Uh, that's no. not what I want. Someone should ask me what I want. Yeah, what about me? Nor I. I would not there reside to put my father in impatient thoughts by being in his eye, most gracious Duke. To my unfolding, lend your prosperous ear. Ear, 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 ear. ear. To my unfolding is my revelation of what I really want. You know, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. She's going to say She's going to say. Yes. <laughs> and let me find a charter in your voice to assist my simpleness. Duke. What would you, Desdemona? Desdemona. Desdemona. <laughs> what would you, Desdemona? I did it again. What would you, Desdemona? <laughs> so a charter in your voice, official approval. So she wants your word that says what I want is okay. Yeah. Right? 
that I did love the more to live with him. My downright violence and storm of fortunes may trumpet to the world, my heart's subdued even to the very quality of my lord. I saw Othello's visage in his mind, and to his honor and his valiant parts hmm? did I my soul and fortunes consecrate. So, <laughs> I, I... Valiant parts. Yeah. <laughs> his valiant parts, those that stick up proudly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the more because I want to be with him, yeah, right? right? So, right. it's enough to have heard his stories and fallen in love with him, right? And my heart is subdued. My heart has been given to him. Yeah, it's been won. But the rest of me, like, you know... I saw his visage in his mind. That's a beautiful sentence because uh, I perceived his face as the quality of his thoughts and his words. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's gorgeous. Like she doesn't distinguish. His color makes no difference to her. Right. It's, a, it's right? Her, his inside. Yeah. If you talk about color blindness, Desdemona is color blind. She doesn't care, you know? Yeah. But I, I don't cares think. She, about his... I don't think she's color Blind. No, she recognizes that other people yes, see this as right, a thing. Right. Right. But but she but she, she, right exactly. She recognizes that he is held the way he is held by by others because of how he looks rather yeah. than what's on his inside. Yeah, and therefore she makes the distinction. Yes. Right. right for exactly. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so I've I've consecrated. I've given him my soul. Right. Yep. So that, dear lords, if I be left behind, a moth of peace, and he go to the war, the rights for which I love him are bereft me, and I, a heavy interim, shall support by his dear absence. Let me go with him. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> right. The rights. I want to go with him and keep fucking. Yes, and actually get to make love to him. Be married. We have rights and love, right? Yeah. Right in the same sentence. And Juliet says, you know, lovers can see to do their amorous rights by night. So if you had any doubt what that word is, it's in other texts as sex acts. Yep. Okay? Yep, yep. And then Othello picks up. He's like, okay, she opened the floodgate. And <laughs> here we go. And I'm going to let it go here now, go. if you really want to hear it. Let her have your voices. Vouch with me, heaven, I therefore beg it not, to please the palate of my appetite. Yeah, he's like, I didn't say it. Yeah. She said it. Not <laughs> me. Right. <laughs> uh, nor to comply with heat, the young effects in me defunct, and proper satisfaction. <laughs> he's like, the, I like the young effects in me You're defunct. Right. <laughs> I'm too old to want these things. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Come on now. And he's like, I didn't ask her to come with me so we could have sex. I didn't do it. <laughs> right? But to be free and bounteous to her mind, and heaven defend your good souls that you think, I will your serious and great business scant, for she is with me. <laughs> the word scant, as a line ending, right. sounds like cunt. cunt. <laughs> totally does. Yeah. Right? And he's yeah. like, but I, w I will not, you know not pay attention to your important things just because she's there. Right. I can have sex and beat the Turks all at the same time. <laughs> I am that powerful. Yes. 
no, when light-winged toys, a feathered cupid seal with wanton dullness, my speculative and officed instruments, that my disports corrupt and taint my business, let housewives make a skillet of my helm, and all in dine and base adversities make head against my estimation. Dude. Okay. Dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's some sexy talking there. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. we had cunt. We yes, already had, we had cunt. cunt. And then light wing toys. Toys are whores. Whores, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You're right. like, yeah, right. They don't know that. No, no, no. Right. You don't know that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. <clears throat> and then we have taint. Yes. <laughs> they know that. But before that. that, wanton. We've talked yeah, about wanton. Wanton is sensual, right? Well, sensual dullness. I don't have any sensual dullness. Right. I'm pretty alive. Right. I won't right? be dulled by having sex. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, corrupt and taint my business. Let's housewives. Housewives is slang for whores. So let whores make a skillet of my helm. Like use my dick as a cooking tool. Right. Because <laughs> helm is actually, you know, it's a war helmet. But think about what a dick looks like. It's got a little helmet on it's it. It's got a little helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and all indign, it's like indignant, unworthy, right? And base adversities make head against my <laughs> make head seems like give head, you yeah. know, like yeah, it's yeah. all there. Like yeah. these are all words about, about having sex, whores and having sex. And I'm not going to be like that, it's, even though I'm having sex. It's not going to be all dirty and, <laughs> and ugly. And yeah. I won't spend all my time in bed. Yeah, and then the Duke is like, well, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Be it as you shall privately determine, either yeah. <laughs> for her stay or going, the affair cries haste and speed must answer it. You must away tonight. And then that was the first senator. So they're like, okay, okay, just, just, we just heard enough. Keep go. <laughs> and Testimona, tonight, my lord? This night, and Othello, with all my heart. And that's a triple shared line. Yeah. Tonight, my lord, this night with all my heart. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And Duke says, at nine in the morning, here we'll meet again. Othello, leave some officer behind, and he shall our commission bring to you. With such things else of quality and respect, as doth import you. Yeah, our commission is actually like this fancy written-up paper, so they didn't even have time to do that yet. We'll do that with all the seals and the blah blah, and we'll send it after you. Okay, right. and so it's all legal. Yeah, uh, Othello says, "So please your grace, my ancient, a man he is of honesty and trust. To his conveyance I assign my wife, with what else needful your good grace shall think to be sent after me." Yep. So he's trusting Desdemona too. Yeah. Iago. And the Duke says, let it be so. Good night to everyone. And noble signor, if virtue no delighted beauty lack, your son-in-law is far more fair than black. Mmm, rhyming couplet. And so it's like, I'm having the last word on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he probably leaves. Adieu, brave moor. Use Desdemona well, says the first senator. And they are probably on their, on their way, way out, out when Brabantio says this. Look to her, moor, if thou hast eyes to see. She has deceived her father and may thee. Another rhyming couplet. Yeah, like that's my last word, is that she... Lied she, to me. She lied to me. She could lie to you. But she didn't actually lie to him. He no. just had an idea of what she was like that wasn't really re right. real. 
But she did run away from his house and get yes. married. Yes. Yes. That's, that's a lie of sorts. Okay. Right? But so he plants that seed. Yeah. Which Iago Picks is up. in the room. Yes, because he's a listener. It. Yeah. He's a listener. And so he's like, oh, I could play with this. Yeah. I could use this. This is another thing. File it away. Okay. And Othello says, my life upon her faith. Honest Iago, my Desdemona, must I leave to thee? I prithee. Let thy wife attend on her, and bring them after in the best advantage. Come, Desdemona, I have but an hour of love of worldly matters and direction to spend with thee. We must obey the time. I have an hour to spend with you. Let's go fuck before I have to leave. Let's go get a quick one in before I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a little... A little galling. Let thy wife attend on her. Let your wife be, be my wife's maid. maid. Yeah. So, you know, if Iago doesn't have reason enough to be like her, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah. So they all leave the room, and who we've got left? We didn't even know he was in the room, Rodrigo, did we? Rodrigo, no. Yeah, there he is. All right, and he says, Iago. What sayest thou, noble heart? What will I do, thinkest thou? Why, go to bed and sleep. I will incontinently drown myself. <laughs> I, I'll drink so much I pee? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Incontinently means immediately, right? Without, or without borders. Like, uh, with, between here and there, there's no border. I'm just going to go. Yeah, and drown myself immediately. And Iago's like, oh, please. <laughs> If thou dost, I shall never love thee after. Why, thou silly gentleman? It is silliness to live when to live is torment. And then have we a prescription to die when death is our physician. Yeah. So he's like equating it to a disease living. And then death is the doctor who will cure me. Right. Oh, villainous. I have looked upon the world for four times seven years. How old is he? Forty-seven. Four, no. 40, four times seven. He's 28. Oh, he's 28. <laughs> <laughs> Math is not my strong point. <laughs> it's okay. We're in literature class now. So he's 28. So these people are young. He's younger than a fellow for sure. And since I could distinguish betwixt a benefit and an injury, I never found a man that knew how to love himself. Ere I would say I would drown myself for the love of a guinea hen, I would change my humanity with a baboon. <laughs> Notice the animalistic Again, words that right? he uses, right? Yep. Yep. So he's like, God damn, I've never seen a guy who can put himself first. What the fuck? Right? Yeah. And he's like, I would never in you know, in fetter myself to a woman like this. And, it, you know, if I ever did that, uh, call me a baboon. baboon. <laughs> and uh, Rodrigo, what should I do? I confess it is my shame to be so fond, but it is not in my virtue to amend it. Right. So he introduces this antithesis of shame and virtue. Yeah is great right so he's like i you know i know i know i'm too i love too much that's the problem but i don't have the other side the good part to bring me out of this problem mm-hmm. right and iago <laughs> doesn't care a fucking flying anything for virtue <laughs> virtue a fig and a fig is what oh, a, cunt. a vagina yeah a cunt. quite literally a clitoris yeah yes it's the little knobby knob that sticks up. Yeah. The happy little boy in the, the boat. The happy little one in the boat. In the ear. In the ear. 
Virtue, a oh, fig. Tis in ourselves that we are thus or thus. Our bodies are our gardens, to the which our wills are gardeners. Great See, setup. This is why I love Iago, yeah. right? You're you're like, yeah. Why don't we love ourselves? Yeah. Why don't our bodies are temples? Why don't we tend to them? You're yeah. like you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we get to decide what we plant in that garden. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he makes great arguments, yeah. right? So, and then he says our wills are the gardeners. So we can use our reason, right, yeah. or, or even our sexual energy because will is, right, we can we can use that sexual energy to do other things, yes. which is actually the argument of, what's his name, Napoleon Hill, those guys, they say, you know, the guys who are like millionaires, make billionaires, they say use your sexual energy to funnel into ambition and stuff. Isn't that like what's behind tantric sex? Like yeah. you don't, yeah. 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 yeah, you really channel it. You really control it. So he's making this argument right here. Hello, yeah. Shakespeare, 400 and something years ago. Hello. <laughs> okay. No new ideas under the sun. <laughs> okay. So that if we will plant nettles or sow lettuce, set hyssop and weed up thyme, supply it with one gender of herbs or distract it with many, either to have it sterile with idleness or manured with industry, why, the power and corrigible authority of this lies in our wills. So that's will three times. Yeah. So we can decide whether we want to put in this kind of herbs. And then we have the word gender, which is great, which is inseminate, literally. Right. Literally. Right. Um, We have the word sterile. We have manure. Right. That he brings in these opposites. Right. Yeah. And also. Right. So and think about if if any of you are gardeners, like there are some plants that if you don't plant both a, a, a male and a female plant, they can't. They won't. They give won't, you the fruit that yeah, you're hoping for, yep. right? And then he's saying, you know, set hyssop and weed up time. If we want to put in weeds and take out the herbs, that's up to us, you know? Yeah. Like what we, we decide to do with this, right? Yeah. If the balance of our lives had not one scale of reason to poise another of sensuality, the blood and baseness of our natures would conduct us to most preposterous conclusions. But we have reason to cool our raging motions, our carnal stings, our unbidded lusts. Wherefore, I take this that you call love to be a sect or scion. Okay. So, <laughs> sensuality versus reason. Yeah. Blood. So, he's saying I, you don't need to succumb to all of those earthly impulses that you have you can rule yourself with your brain right this is him talking about how he He, runs his life yeah right right yeah blood and baseness he equates together right yeah your your pumping blood to your dick is also pulling you down to the ground yeah right right? base yeah yeah and And cool right so mm -hmm. reason is gives us cool heads where we can really think carefully Instead of letting our carnal, right, our sexy stuff carry us away. Lust, right? Yeah. And he thinks love is just lust by another name. Yeah. Yeah. And Roderigo says, it cannot be. It is merely a lust of the blood and a permission of the will. Right? You're just saying, I allow this. Yeah. You don't have to allow this. Right. Yeah. Come, be a man, drown thyself. Drown cats and blind puppies. Oh, my God, he's awful. <laughs> he's terrible. He's, he's so like, awful. drown the, the innocent and helpless. 
Not you, right? Yeah. I have professed me thy friend, and I confess me knit to thy deserving with cables of perdurable toughness. I could never better stead thee than now. So I'm going to be of use to you now, buddy. Listen yeah, up. Yeah, I've said I'm your Listen friend. Listen up. And I've, and, I've, and I've connected myself with you. Yeah. Cables. He knows <laughs> that he owes him a fuck load of money. So he's a- acknowledging that he is really in his debt. And so, listen, I, we, you and me, we're tied together. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you how, how this is now. And then <laughs> he's going to repeat this phrase a zillion times. Put money in thy purse. Follow thou the wars. Defeat thy favor with an usurped beard. I say, put money in thy purse. The usurped beard. So he's like, grow a beard. Disguise yourself, and then come with us, mm-hmm. okay? With lots of money. Right. Bring, bring your money. <laughs> bring your money. Bring your money. It cannot be that Desdemona should long continue her love to the more. Put money in thy purse. <laughs> Nor he, his to her. It was a violent commencement, and thou shalt see an answerable sequestration. Put but money in thy purse. <laughs> also, purse is slang for vagina. Just yes. telling you. Yeah. Right, right, right. So go have some whores is also part of the meaning of this, right? Right. But also, don't you think, well, I shouldn't say don't you think, isn't it possible that he's saying, you know, you can bank on the fact that she's going to get tired of him and he's going to get tired yes. of her and then you can have her. And then you can have her because she's going to say, oh, I don't want this old black man what was i thinking right so bank on it bank on it put money bank in on your it. purse yep mm-hmm. yeah but i also think the subject put, put money in my purse is go get your you know sperm out some other way because it's clogging <laughs> your fucking brain dude dude yeah <laughs> but it's like it's like um what do they call it subliminal seduction yeah, right? yeah yeah put money in your purse put money in your purse put yeah, money yeah. in your purse right. put money in your purse yeah yeah these moors are changeable in their wills. So, like, they can't control their right. reason, right? Right. Fill thy purse with money. The food that to him now is as luscious as locusts shall be to him shortly as bitter as colaquintida. What is colaquintida? <laughs> it is bitter apple, and it's used as a purgative. So he's going to... Bleh. He's going to want to throw up about his what he's decided now is the thing that he loves to eat. <laughs> Luscious locusts. Which they only eat locusts in weird foreign countries where Moors live, right? right. Yes. Right. And they and uh, Moors who have no control over themselves. Obviously. Yeah. She must change for youth. When she is sated with his body, she will find the error of her choice. She must have change. She must. Therefore, put money in thy purse. (laughs) If thou wilt needs damn thyself, do it a more delicate way than drowning. Make all the money thou canst. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, When she is sated with his body. When she's tired of fucking him. Yeah. She will see that she made a big mistake, right? Yep. And she's going to want something else. Right. And if you would need damn yourself because you're, you, because. By killing yourself. Killing yourself is a huge sin and you're going to go to hell. Yeah. Why don't you do it a more fun way? Yeah. (laughs) If you're going to go to hell anyway, adultery is a good way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Make all the money thou canst, if sanctimony and a frail vow betwixt an erring barbarian and a super-subtle Venetian be not too hard for my wits and all the tribe of hell, thou shalt enjoy her. Therefore, make money. A box of drowning thyself is clean out of the way. Seek thou rather to be hanged, encompassing thy joy, than to be drowned and go without her. <laughs> be hanged is to have your dick go so limp because you used it so much. Much, right. Right? Encompassing, that's like in getting inside of her. Yeah. 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 Than to be without her. And Roderigo, wilt thou be fast to my hopes if I depend on the issue? Yeah. So is if, you? If I if I trust you, will you stick with me? But I love the issue. Right. Is also the babies. Yeah, right. The babies. The babies, and it's also the outcome. So he's like anticipating bastard children, and Iago runs with that idea because he's like, yeah, give the more some white children and see him get pissed off. That'll be awesome. Right. Thou art sure of me. Go make money. I have told thee often, and I retell thee again and again. I hate the more. My cause is hearted. Thine hath no less reason. So the reason that I hate him is in my heart. You don't have any less reason because your heart is telling you to love Desdemona. So right. we are together on this, right? Yeah. Let us be conjunctive in our revenge against him. If thou canst cuckold him, thou dost thyself a pleasure, me a sport. Cuckold. Yeah. Cuckold means to sleep with someone's wife. So if if you can fuck Desdemona while she's still married to him, that'll make me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get pleasure from fucking her, and I'll be happy because he'll be cuckolded. Yeah, and then this is great. There are many events in the womb of time which will be delivered. <laughs> make a make a white baby. Make a white baby. He's definitely bringing that in, right? Yeah. You know, like fill her up with your sperm. Traverse, <laughs> which means walk, go, 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 provide thy money. We will have more of this tomorrow. Adieu. Where shall we meet in the morning? At my lodging. I'll be there betimes. Go to, farewell. Do you hear, Rodrigo? What say you? No more of drowning, do you hear? I am changed. I'll go sell all my land. <laughs> Oh, he's in deep. He's in deep. I'm going to get Desdemona. I'm going to sell all my land so I have a lot of money in my purse. Lots of money. <laughs> and then Iago turns right to the audience and just is like, did you see that? That was too easy, man. Fuck. <laughs> Thus do I ever make my fool my purse. And there's purse again. There it right? is. He's going to bring money and I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. For I mine own gained knowledge should profane, if I would time expend with such a snipe, but for my own sport and profit. But for my sport and profit. I hate the more. Yeah, so he's like, if I if I used my good brain to spend time with this asshole, yeah. I would not do that except that it makes you some know, profit. Laugh. Yeah, and it makes me money. I hate the more. And it is thought abroad that twixt my sheets he has done my office. Mm. I know not if it be true, but I, for mere suspicion in that kind, will do as if for surety. He holds me well. So let's talk about this. That twixt yeah. my sheets, he has done my office. Has he He's fucked, fucked my, my wife. wife? That's what he thinks. Yeah. And it is thought abroad. So I've heard other people say this. Yes. That's not cool. No. Is that a reason for wanting revenge on somebody? Absolutely. Sure, why not, yeah. right? 
He makes me look bad. He makes me look bad, like I'm a cuckold. So right. he brought that word in already, yeah. right? So, and then he says, I know not, if, I don't have proof of this, but I don't care. Right. Just, I can, it, suspicion is enough. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I will do it, do other things to him as if I truly believe that. And to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. And then he holds me well. Mm-hmm. So, like, he thinks good of me. Yep. The better shall my purpose work on him. Cassio's a proper man. Let me see now. To get his place and to plume up my will in double knavery. How? How? Let's see. So it's not an accident that Shakespeare puts in those words. Mm-hmm. He's he, making it up. Iago is thinking about this now. This is not premeditated. Right. So he is making it up on the spot, and he's doing it with you, the audience, which is super cool. Right. So he's thinking, how can I get Cassio's promotion, right? Like, that he got that I didn't get. That I didn't get. And I love to plume up my will, to Mm -hmm. give me a stiffy on all this, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So let's see, let's see, right? After some time to abuse Othello's ear. Ear, ear, ear. Meaning also his, the vagina that he now has possession of. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That he is too familiar with his wife. He being Cassio. Mm-hmm. Has become a little uh, cozy cozy with Desdemona. Right. He hath a person and a smooth disposed to be suspected, framed to make women false. He, he looks good. He's handsome. He's handsome. The more is of a free and open nature that thinks men honest that but seem to be so, and will as tenderly be led by the nose as asses are. And that's a tiny fragment of a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. So the more is a lovely, trusting person who yeah. will believe people. He believes because everybody's good. He thinks they're good. I have it. It is engendered hell and night must bring this monstrous birth to the world's light. <laughs> he Whoa. knows it. He knows it's a monstrous plan, but he yeah. don't care. Yeah. It is engendered. It's great still sex talk, right? The mm-hmm. seed has been planted. My sperm is working, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And he knows from where these ideas come from. They come from hell. They come from the worst of the worst places. Yep. <sighs> wow. See? Fuck Shakespeare. Fuck Shakespeare. Damn. <laughs> this scene was really intense in, yeah. t- in that regard. Yeah. yeah. My mm-hmm. will, my will, my ear. <laughs> yeah. 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 All of that. All right. We have to stop. Yeah, because we're sweating to death in this hell-engendered place. <laughs> and it's also over an hour. So. Yeah. yeah it won't I, be. I'm Aaron. And I'm Diana. And wow, was this ever fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Woo! I'm fanning myself. Woo! For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends. 